0: Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today I want to talk about oil commodity prices and what I think some of the risks are and what I think things that need to stay the same in order to reach $100 oil. As you may know, I have four holdings in oil and gas. I have Marathon Oil, I have British Petroleum, ExxonMobil, and uh, Energy Transfer. So it's really important to me where commodity prices are headed if we think they're going to go down or we think they're going to remain flat. Now, in October, about three months ago, I gave my oil and gas prediction of $100 a barrel oil in the next 12 months. We're about three months into that, and we've gone up about $10 a barrel cents, where we were at 80. Now, remember, it did go down in the short term. It went from about 80 down to about 65, where we're back up at 90. And so we may see some future bumps along the way, but I do still believe and have confidence that as long as we don't see anything happen major in supply changes or demand issues, we will still see a hundred dollar barrel as long as we have those things, um, you know, basically stay the same moving forward. Let's talk about what are some of the supply and demand challenges that could face in that would prevent a hundred dollar barrel oil. Real quick ask, if you like this video, please hit that thumbs up button, it helps me out a lot. Also, if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, now back to your content. Now, the first thing I wanna address is demand. Now, demand dropped off significantly during the pandemic and it caused a chain reaction of supply chain issues, mainly doing with oversupply. But to remain on the demand side in the future, moving forward, it looks like for 2022, we are anticipated to be back above the 2019 numbers in terms of how much oil we are consuming globally. So that is good news, at least from an oil recovery perspective. Now, continuing on that demand side, do we think that is uh, what are the potential risks? Are there going to be shutdowns moving forward due to COVID-19? or anything larger than that. Well, to address the second part first, this is the first time in uh, you know, at least a decade, at least from the time that I've been monitoring oil prices, that a major um, major event has caused a decrease in the demand side of oil and gas. There have you know, over the last 10-20 years, there have been several concerns over the supply side due to various events, but on the demand side, that is usually unaffected. It's typically, you know, inelastic. It does not vary. It's not very variable. It's pretty consistent. So you can usually rely on the demand side. Um, So moving forward, I don't believe that is going to shift very much, and I don't think it's going to fluctuate. We will see our normal cyclical increases in the summer months and decreases in the uh, winter months. But overall, it seems to be a rising boat going forward and i don't expect any major shutdowns to decrease the amount of oil and gas we're going to be making uh, sorry consuming moving forward so that's my predictions on the demand side i don't believe it's going to be a factor in a um, a problem with oil commodity prices reaching hundred dollars barrel now supply is where a lot of the issues can come up now When we saw the pandemic start, we saw an oversupply, which caused the price of a gallon just to go, or price of a barrel just to go down and negative at one point. Um, And since then we've seen it go on from 30 to 40 to 50, 60, 70, and now we're sitting at $90. And a lot of these oil producers, the ones that are responsible for pulling oil out of the ground, have been very conservative about any capex they look on for future projects but they've really been focused on managing how much they're extracting in the short term and haven't been too uh, quick to overproduce. So as we know, as we've seen in the past, this compliance only lasts for so long. There really isn't a ton of good information out there for how long compliance lasts, but eventually people become greedy and they start to see other people cheat. I shouldn't say cheat, but start to produce more. And eventually what it comes down to is we start to see supply increase over demand, and then we start to see commodity prices sink down with it. Now, are we close to that? I don't think so. As we've seen positive news from OPEC only modestly increasing their demand to make sure that they're not over, um, overproducing what demand is going to support at this time. So I really do think that's great. And then the other side of that, we can measure is the compliance piece and specifically with OPEC because they measure it. Members of OPEC have um, in the past been kind of bad about actually doing what they say they're going to do. Um, There's a few members uh, that will just, you know, they'll say they're going to do say a million barrels a day, then they'll do two million barrels uh, that month and they'll say, oops, oopsies, Um, And it really does cause an issue for everybody else. When they see somebody else not complying, they're like, well, if they're not going to listen, I might as well go ahead and produce my oil, get strike iron while it's hot and leave it. So um, that is where you start to run into problems. Now, I don't think we're there yet. There's no signs that point to either uh, too much output at this point or non-compliance with any agreements that, you know, from the OPEC side. So right now, I feel pretty confident that $100 a barrel is going to be achieved. Um, It could be achieved shortly, um, but, you know, just to be conservative, I do think I'll give myself the extra nine months, um, but I do think it'll probably be before the the remainder of the nine months I gave originally um, for October of 2022. With that being said, I believe $100 a barrel oil is definitely achievable. It looks like we're on the right track. And as it relates to my four holdings, Exxon, Marathon and British Petroleum, um, I believe those three are going to benefit greatly by increased oil commodity prices and energy transfer. Um, It will continue to do well with increased oil oil production um, and more volume, uh, but it's not directly tied to oil and gas prices um, directly. There is some correlation. I've covered that before. Now, the last thing I want to say about those names, as we start to see commodity prices slow down, so let's fast forward maybe six months, seven months from now when we see $100 a barrel, maybe it's sustained for a few months. Now we're going to start seeing some of these companies' valuations start to get, I would say, within 5 to 10% of where I think their maxes are going to be. And then I'm going to start getting a little cautious and a little bit Um, critical about when I believe I'm going to sell the names. Um, I've been holding these. I entered into most of these names over the course of the pandemic as they were down 50 70% sometimes. So it's going to be important to me to monitor oil prices, see where they're going. If we start to see momentum shift in oil names, um, again, they've had a tremendous rise over the last year. The last three months have been incredible as well. We're going to have to we're going to want to monitor that and make sure that we still see progress now it still appears on face value like we're headed in the right direction but as you may know when things if things do shift and they do sometimes i want to be on top of it so i'll try to update everybody if i see things shifting or a change in the wind as it relates to commodity prices if you like this type of content please consider subscribing i do videos on personal finance investing and stock analysis Also, please hit that like button. These videos are not, you know, they take a little while to produce and I appreciate the support. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Frank, Frank Finance, out.